don't know how I am functioning at all today because last night we we streamed we played a little back for blood which I will I'll talk about in a little bit um but then we switched to smash and I don't even know like I'd have to look through my phone to look at messages to see what time we actually started playing back for blood because we played smash for I don't know how actually long but at some point it was like four o'clock in the morning. I want to say that you sent like a message at like nine thirty to the group. It wasn't like yeah late. So like we, I mean yeah. Bed. So we we played from then like nine thirty ten o'clock until like four a.m. And I'm telling you, those mai tais they they creep up on you very quickly. I was like fucking. I was a giggle source Rex. Like I'm just having a fucking blast. Mike's drinking room right now. He's gonna he's gonna end up like me. Yeah, the full-blown Brendan Groom experience is what I'm going for. Listen, it's it's definitely a wild ride. Um, but yeah, I like I chugged like three things of water before I went to bed last night. I was like, I I need to hope and pray this is enough water. That shit never works though. Like as much water as I chug, I still like it depends. Oh, if I drink like a shit ton, like it doesn't. I mean, if I if I like go over, I didn't go overboard last night. I was just I was. And I was just in a good spot. I, I, but I'm usually I, mixing too, so that's usually the, the big factor yeah. right there, you know. Um, but usually, if I like cram as much water as possible into my body, oh. I'm usually pretty good the next day. And like, I wasn't terrible today. I was just more so tired. But I woke up at like ten something, and I'm like, no, this is not it. This is not not where this day is starting. And I went back to sleep until like twelve thirty, one o'clock. Damn, I miss uh, that luxury. I can't do that shit with kids. I just can't. I, I it's, not don't, even, it's not even an option. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do that. Like, I woke up today. No, I would kill like, to do that. I yeah, but like. Five in the morning, no problem. And I would have been like, shit, sun's coming up. I guess I might need to go to bed, maybe. You know, it's like, I miss this that is, shit. This is like back-to-back weeks now where last weekend there was, I think, two nights in a row. Or maybe not in a row, but there were two nights where I stayed up super late. One of them was on uh, a call with Jesse and Cam. Where we talked about a million different things. I don't. Even, I don't like trying to think about it right now off the top of my head. I don't even know why that call. Like I don't know what we were on that call for initially, but it then turned into, uh, I don't know, debating we were, Smash characters and. We were playing Fortnite, I think, initially. We were playing something because I was. Okay. I was also. Oh, there. oh, that's right. Okay. We were all playing Fortnite, and then, um, and then I know me and Dom had stopped, and yes. but I think we had stayed in the party. Yeah, because Dom was talking, debating for a little, I mean, but like, yeah, we probably stopped at like midnight or one o'clock or something. But then me, Jesse and Cam stayed on that call until like six in the morning. And I mean, I don't regret it. It was great conversation. It was fun time. But at the same time, the next day, I, my body was like, what, what are you doing? What, what is happening? Stop doing this stuff. Uh, so tonight can't can't be that whatever I end up doing tonight, it can't be that again, or I'm going to. I'm not gonna last next week. It's gonna be gonna be a nightmare. I do kind of want to watch SNL tonight too, because Kristen Wiig is hosting. I don't know. I've watched a lot of the recent SNL, and I just don't find it funny. I mean, it's definitely like, like not like. There's some stuff that I find enjoyable in each episode, yeah. but it's like not. It's usually the opening, and that's about the extent of what I liked in SNL. No, it depends. Like, I mean, I, I feel like I usually consistently like Weekend Update. Like, I feel like that's probably my favorite yeah, part I, I, of I SNL. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that's the next best thing. Um, I feel like I feel like that's usually pretty great. Um, best, best Weekend Update newscaster right now. Go. 
I already have mine, and you guys are all going to disagree with mine, but I have mine. That's because Todd likes uh, Chevy Chase or something weird. No, Norm McDonald is hands I down. knew he was oh, going to say Norm, Norm McDonald. I forgot Norm. Norm. Is I forgot hands Norm down, the it. best. Um, it, it was so awkward and uncomfortable, and people didn't know how to deal with it, but it was fucking hilarious, and it was so good. I mean, like, was... I don't know. Let's hold on. Uh, Craig Kilborn. Was he? Wait. I no. don't think he was on it. No, he was on the soup, I think. I think you're thinking of soup people. Let's, uh, see. Let's see what we got here on Weekend Update. I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to start from Dennis 1985. Miller. So we get yeah. Dennis Miller, yeah. Kevin Nealon, Norm McDonald, Colin Quinn, Jimmy, Colin and Quinn Tina. I like Norm uh, McDonald. I mean, uh, Kevin Nealon too. Jimmy and Tina, Tina and Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler and Horatio Sands. I don't remember that year. I don't know. Uh, Amy Poehler, it was one year. Amy Poehler and Seth Myers, and then Seth Myers alone. I don't really care for Seth. Oh, I don't I, either. I, I'm very impartial I, on him. I don't dislike Seth Meyers on, on SNL, but like, I would never watch his talk show. Like, I, yeah, I, no. I don't know why that exists. I don't watch anyone's talk show. I'm so uninterested. I, I watched right. Conan when back in the Conan's day. Conan's the only one I would watch. Yes, yeah. Like, I, I would really only turn into Jimmy Fallon if I, like wanted to hear the person that was going to be on there not because yeah, i, I wanted to listen jimmy, to jimmy Fallon. i don't like anything about jimmy Fallon. i'd rather watch uh if i'm gonna watch anyone it's probably gonna be conan and my second pick would probably be uh the man show guy jimmy kimmel jimmy oh yeah kimmel i mean um, i would watch colbert i do like colbert um i don't, I don't know yeah i mean but I, I like i liked colbert more when he was just doing the colbert report like i don't yeah definitely i, I think i just don't like uh like those types of shows. You know what's fucked up is that Trump saved Colbert because he was having like he was bottom of the barrel with when all this stuff started. Like his like ratings were so bad that they like people like I remember people were panicking, and then like the Trump thing happened and he just he kind of reverted back to like the political stuff and his show just took off after that. Yeah. Well, I'm and assuming. Jim, I mean, Jimmy Fallon was Jimmy, number one. Well, yeah, but Jimmy, I, I'm sure that. Fallon is probably still number one overall, I would imagine. I don't know. It's a good question, actually. I, I don't know. I feel like The Tonight Show has that mantle, and I, I don't think it really wavers. I mean, there, who who the fuck is the competition? I mean, it's Col- Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, uh, it's Col- Jimmy Colbert Kimmel. Colbert number one. Colbert oh, really? One. Yeah. Colbert wonder... did, he did, like, really boost up in popularity after. I remember yeah, that being a did. thing. I didn't know if he held it, but I remember and that. I remember what, that. What was the, what is, is there a specific Trump thing you're talking about? Just Trump in general. Like, I, I believe Trump became president around the same time. And I know that, like, Colbert, Colbert was known for his political satire and everything. And I don't think that's the way he took his show the first couple months. Yeah. And I think they turned it around pretty quickly. I remember one of the shows that turned it around quickly was uh, John Stewart was under his desk at one point, And, like, he came out and, like, did, like, this whole back and forth and everything. And I think he went back to politics after that. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing, too, is, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't, I mean... Like, I don't know if this affected the Tonight Show at all or affected people's opinion on, on Jimmy Fallon, but didn't he, like, he had Trump on the show and was, like, super regular and friendly to him? Yeah, he, like, rubbed like, his head. But I don't I, think yeah, that, that was, too much. I don't that think was, that affected Yeah, that was during the, that was during the uh, campaign. Election. Yeah. Um, Jen, I texted Jen the question, and she said that she probably thinks it, when Tina and Amy were hosting it is her favorite. Oh, um, that was good, too. She would. I don't remember I, Cecily Strong and Colin Jost. Ho- ho- yeah, that was very I remember Colin one year. It was only oh, one yeah, year. Strong, yeah. I do recall that, and I I adore Cecily Strong. The only reason I why too. I didn't 
The only reason why I didn't like her being on the desk was because I liked her characters that she would play. Yes. During it, so it's like I don't know if I don't know if either of you are watching this season as much or recent seasons at all, but like this specific season, she's like barely in any sketches. Yeah, I was gonna say she seems like non-existent in the show in general. Last week was the first time in a while that I th- I think the first time this whole season actually that she was actually in sketches. Who the hell was the host last week? Uh, Tim- Timothy Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know who that person is. He's doing right. Other than that, He's I've no idea. Be who in, he is. Yeah. Uh, you can call me by your name. Call me by your name. I need to okay. watch that movie. I hear nothing but good things about it. Um, it was fine. I don't know. He he was an o- okay. I guess I don't know. Um, but yeah, looking at the rest of the hosts, then it's then it so it was. Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers, then Seth Meyers by himself, then Seth Meyers and Cecily Strong for one year, then Cecily Strong and Colin Jost for one year, and then from 2014 to now, Colin Jost to Michael Che. And like, I'm sure that there's plenty of good stuff like from the other hosts, but I actually really like Colin and Che. Like, I think they're funny. Yeah, they, I, think I think they're, they're really good. I think they're good. Yeah, I agree. But I, I'm definitely a Norm guy. Norm, nothing will ever. I like the fact that no one liked Norm, and I found him absolutely hysterical. I thought I, I thought I thought nobody liked Colin Quinn. No, uh, they didn't like Colin Quinn either. But people didn't like Norm, and it was one. Of, he got literally got fired. I think he only did like one season of the Weekend Update. I could be wrong, but like he, I'm pretty sure he literally like was done uh, after that. Season. No, Norm. It says here Norm Macdonald was nine ninety four to ninety seven. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, Norm has to, Norm has his brand, and like it, either you're with it or you're not. Yes, hundred percent. Yep. I think Weekend Update is like my is obviously there are returning characters and sketches, but it's mostly kind of just whatever. But I feel like Weekend Update is like usually consistently funny for me. And that is why Mad TV failed is because they did not have their own topical news show within their sketch program. There was one year, I think it might have been last year or two years ago, where they did like in the off seat, like the off time of SNL, they just did like a Weekend Update type show. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it did well, but like I watched it. I I would have watched that all the time, because like th- that's I think that's the thing that I'm kind of missing right now. Because I I haven't watched it in a little while, but I I like John Oliver's show on HBO. I think it's really mm-hmm. funny, and it's I obviously like they try to be like factual with it. Um, but like I I I don't dislike Trevor Noah. I actually think Trevor Noah is very funny. I just don't think he's that funny on The Daily Show. Going from John Stewart to Trevor Noah is like a very polarizing switch because I, I John Stewart was like a machine man, and he like everything he stood by, he backed up man. Like that guy was fighting for nine eleven victims, fighting for that like that bill to pass for fucking years and years and years, and he was going on like Fox News and arguing with like you know uh, we'll do it live that dude. Like he was like literally battling these people while he was doing that show and making them look foolish. And I think that's yeah. why, like, such big shoes to follow. Like, it's like, impossible. Yeah, to no. Make. And and that's the thing. That's like you when you like, like, th- there's no show that like no one took over Colbert's desk. You know what I mean? Because it was like right. that was his show. It's like it kind of was. Well, any, they, the, was the Daily they Show were, anything before Jon Stewart or no? Yes. Who was the host of it? Uh, it it was either. I believe it was either Colin Quinn or Craig Kilborn. It was one or the other. That's why I keep getting them confused. Um, but so after the Colbert report went away, they did the minority report with uh, Larry Wilmore. And that lasted for a bit. It didn't last very long, but 
that's what they tried to use to fill in that spot. I don't even remember that. Craig Kilburn was the first show host of the Daily Show. Okay, interesting. And I like I feel like I didn't. I don't know. I mean, when did when did uh, John Stewart leave the the, the Daily Show? Oof, like years ago. It's been like five, it's six been, years at least. Yeah, because he he left before Way Trump before, got like, elected. Like I want to say like a year before Trump got elected. Yeah, like everyone was like, "Fuck, this would be like the perfect time to have John Stewart." You know? It's, yeah. I don't know. I think of like these types of shows right now. I think Tonight with John Oliver is probably, or whatever it's called, is probably my favorite one. Uh, and if you guys Last don't watch that, tonight. you should watch it. Last yeah. week tonight, yes, yeah, that's what it's called. It's really good. Like he, he's like, I, I don't. Does that show win Emmy, Emmys or anything? Because it should. That show is fucking amazing. I believe it does. It is. It is very, very good. Like some of the stuff they do, and, and some of the sketches are like a little over the top, but. Most of the time, I feel like they're pretty poignant, and which is and... great for John because I could have sworn he was he was I he was probably he was probably taps to replace John Stewart when he was leaving. He he guest hosted for a while when John was off. John yeah. Stewart, John yeah, Oliver guest hosted for John Stewart yeah, yeah. when John Stewart was off filming a movie or something. Um, While but, he's filming Community, well, wasn't he like wasn't he one of John Stewart's like correspondents? He was. Yeah. He was one of the correspondents, and then there was there were times where he hosted when John wasn't there. Uh, Interesting. And then you know he got himself a nice show on HBO, and he's winning awards and shit. It's good for him. Yeah. Welcome, and yes, he was everyone. On yes, he was on Community. Welcome, everyone, to the Past Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about late night talk shows too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each. And every week, as always, I am your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, a week sabbatical off the show. Mike, how, how, are you feeling rested? You feeling relaxed? You feeling excited? Um, yeah, you know, yeah. sure, whatever. <laughs> what for the fan for the eagle eyed fans, Mike? For the for the hardcore listeners. Where, where, can you give him any any breadcrumbs? Where was Mike last week? Oh, I was looking at Christmas lights. Oh, Mike's on a little Christmas light adventure. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm, I, I can get on board with that. Mm. Rounding us out this evening is I don't even know what to call you anymore. The the cyber the, the the cyberpunk guy. I don't know. The, <laughs> the, cyberpunk the, sensei. The cyberpunk sensei. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Good, good. Yeah, my my shit is all over the place these days. I don't have like a core game that I play on a daily basis anymore. After I get through, I'm like single player person these days. Yeah, which is fine. You got to go through the ebbs and flows. You got to get a you got to ride the wave a little bit. You know, you got to play what's out there. The cyberpunk slut Todd Gary. I'm I'm fine with that. (laughs) Um, I I feel bad admitting. Wait, did you say cyberpunk slut? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I like it. That's that's Todd's new intro for for the next week or two until he until he decides that the game is trash and he hates it. Um, okay. Until something else, he starts playing. He goes, "Oh, this is yeah. my new game of the year now." What's the next? Yeah, what's the next big game coming out? Uh, in while, in right? December, I have no idea. No, like January, February ish. Uh, yeah, it's Cyber Shadow Game of the Year twenty twenty one, baby. End end of January, I can't wait. So before we roll into tonight's episode, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, this episode of the Past Control Podcast 
is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself at these tasty, tasty treats. They're open on Fridays from 4 to 10, Saturdays from 2 to 10, and Sundays from 2 to 9. And that's not it. You want something a little sweet, something savory, something spicy in the mornings on a Sunday? They got you covered with chubbies. You can head on down from 8 to 2 on Sundays. And if you're like me and you're social distancing as much as possible and you don't even, the thought of interacting or being near someone else that you don't live with is crippling, they got you covered. They'll deliver it right to your door, throw it in your mailbox, leave it on your steps, wherever it needs to go, where you don't have to see or touch anything. They'll leave it there for you. The cookies are hot and fresh. We got delivered last night. They always show up right away, and they are always somehow still gooey and fresh out of the oven. So definitely uh, take a look at them on social media. Let your mouth water a little bit and uh, throw some cookies up on your credit card, debit card, however you are going to pay for things these days. The PTC Movie Club for December is Mike's pick. It is Sorry to Bother You. Uh, so we, we will be talking about that. Uh, I looked at the calendar earlier. Uh, we got two more weeks in this fucking month. It's crazy. Yeah, so like the in two weeks, like the weekend is like the first. So we probably we'll probably talk about it then. But either way, we'll probably talk about that. In that would probably be ideal with Christmas being next. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll uh we'll talk about that in the last episode of the month. So if you want to talk about listen to us talk about, sorry to bother you, Mike's pick for December for the PDC Movie Club. You can uh, make sure you watch that now. I believe Mike, you said it's on Hulu. If you didn't I, want to pay for it, I believe that is what I said. Okay, so it's these, it should these, be. What was that? Oh no, I was gonna say these days it's like I used to be able to watch movies all the time. Now, like Logan will wake up at like ten. Last night, Amanda got home. Logan woke up at nine thirty, ten. Liam woke up at ten. They both woke up, came, but they're both in the. We watched the Mandalorian together, basically the season finale last night. Liam loved it, <laughs> but like it's I was so like, good. Okay, this is, I, I was like, okay, family time at ten thirty at night. You know, it's like, I don't. I don't want to talk about it on the show because I don't want to have to yeah, make yeah, the spoiler episode. But I, I was very it, pleased it was with that episode. That's, why the, that's the reason why I just I, I, when I said that to you guys a few seconds ago before the show started, I was like, oh fuck, did they watch it yet? And I didn't. I didn't think I said too much, but I, that's yeah. basically what I was saying, like about Last Jedi. Like it's just. Oh, I got you. Okay, was, you know was that saying? before that's, we were recording? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was okay. before we were recording. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, not to get into spoilers or anything, but it was an episode like outside of outside of any specific thing that happened within the episode. I think in terms of pacing, it was just a great episode. Yeah, it was, absolutely. It was it was always escalating? I guess you could say. Yes. Well, um, they had like even Amanda said those the 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 drones or whatever they were called. The dark, mm -hmm. what did they call them? Dark troopers. Dark Troopers, those things were fucking awesome, and they were menacing, and they did such a good job with like the door, and you're just like, yeah. oh man, you know, like where, where's this going, you know? Yeah. yeah, oh dude, it was so well done. Everything on but, that show is so well. When, done. when we're done with the episode, I I do want to say a few things because I wasn't sure if Todd watched it yet. That's why I just didn't bring yeah, it up today. Yeah, um, I mean, we could throw a spoiler tag and talk about it right now. I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's what we want to do. But uh, we don't have to. We'll, we'll we'll talk about this season in general in a future episode. Yeah, I think that that'll, that'll suffice. Uh, and then the final bit of housekeeping before we roll into tonight's episode. You wanted it. It finally happened. The Persona 5 Royal Spoiler Cast is available. It is on our podcast feed. If you want to listen to episode, I believe it is 232. 
And if you want to see our faces talk about it or you listen to podcasts on YouTube, it is also on our YouTube channel, so you can check it out there. But uh, throw that some love. We had an amazing cast of uh, of guests join us to talk about Persona 5 Royal for, I don't know, was it four and a half hours, Mike? It was long. Oh. It was it was a it was a beefy episode when I was going through my my files to like clean things up and make some space on my laptop. It was like a 14 gigabyte uh, file. I was like, yeah, this I need to I need to put this elsewhere. Yeah, that's why you need to start compressing things. But this is a, a off the air. You need to show me the way <laughs> you can be Todd's the cyber punk slut. You, Mike, you can be my fucking cyber fucking uh, cyber. uh dad you can be my my cyber anyways so yeah this house housekeeping I, i'm still feeling the effects of those my ties from last night apparently <laughs> so before we roll into uh some of the bigger topics for the evening i wanted to uh see if you guys were playing anything this week or i guess mike for the past two weeks if anything's come up in your in your uh, rotation of games that's new or older uh yeah cyber so, senpai would have made sense i don't know why i didn't just say cyber senpai <laughs> yeah um so today i did buy and i barely played it because i think i had too many things happening at the same time but today i i ended up wait let buying... me guess okay what 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 platform oculus oculus Ooh. what did he buy an oculus Are you uh, about star wars? did you already have star wars i already had star wars oh, you did. Hmm. Hmm. What? I been, I, there's probably new games. I haven't been on it in like two weeks. I'm not gonna be able to guess. I don't know. So like... Something that just came out on it. What is it? Mike, just tell us. Christ. Wait, hold on. Did you buy, did you buy it on the headset or buy it on Steam? I bought it on the headset. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Job okay. simulator. I don't fucking know. No, I I finally I bought pistol whip because i avoided oh, buying it before oh. i bu- avoided buying it before because i already bought it on the playstation and you play oh it? okay so i bought it um Fuck, i've also kind of gotten back into control um but for the dlc for the dlc because i i had already gotten into the dlc what happened oh i'm stuck on a todd do you play in the dlc at all yet uh, i only played like i I'm like probably an hour into the first DLC, not the second one. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the it's first like, one. You can say whatever though. You can say whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm already in the first one. I'm only in yeah. the first one. I haven't touched the second one, but basically what happened is I could continue with the first one, but there was a side quest that I got into. And I feel like if I don't beat it now, I'm never going to go when you were it. on like that, like platform that was moving. Yes. Yeah, yes, that looked that cool. One. I was like, okay, that looks like something. Cause I felt like the first hour of that DLC, I kind of felt like, it was just more of the same. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw, even though it was just like, you're on a moving platform, not like that's something crazy. Yeah, but, that was, uh, so it was that thing. And that's basically, um, there's a, an object of power that you have to cleanse. And then when you, when you try to do it, you end up on that platform and it's um, a platforming thing where you're standing on it and there are obstacles that you have to avoid. You just kind of float around to avoid them. And there are enemies that show up. And then the boss shows up at the end but I'm having trouble with the boss. And the whole problem with that entire thing is that if I lose there, then I have to run back and get to that spot to trigger the whole. That's the biggest game. problem with that game. Like the saving system in that game, for some strange reason, is it's, like, it's very make weird. You, yeah. It, it's not good. Like 
there was a part at the end of the the base game of that. I think it's like when you have to keep on climbing up the towers. Yeah. And if you made it to like the third tower, it's like you die. You like have to start over. Like I, I had yeah. to start that level over like so many times. I was just like, come on. Yeah, and at this point, I, I'll admit I'm not very good at the game, so that's the problem I'm having. Why I keep dying there? Yeah. But it's very annoying to go back to it. Absolutely. And I could I could just walk away. I could continue with the actual rest of the story mission, but I I feel as if if I don't do it now, I'm going to forget how to get back there. Right. I control is on my on my short list of things that I want to get back to before I really ideally wanted to try to finish control and finish Jedi Fallen Order this year, but obviously that's oh yeah i should really go back to the more i think about i'm I'm afraid fallen order is going to end up showing up in one of is it end up connecting to one of the shows and i feel like i think it will too i think it definitely will Uh, but the way i think about that game was like mind-blowing to me because i loved it at first but like by the time i got to the end of that game i like lost a lot of interest in it um i don't know I, i i like i don't think of that game as highly as i feel like i originally did I I remember Dom saying he loved it. Dom Me and was Dom, like Dom both really loved it. it. We were like raving about it. It has a great ending. Like it's but like there's a there's a whole middle of that game that is just so flat and kind of just whatever mm-hmm. compared to like the beginning and end of that game. Um yeah, I don't know. It's it's on my list. I'll get to it at some point. I wasn't in love with it when I I mean we don't have to talk about fucking Jedi Fallen Order right now, but I wasn't in love with it when it first came out. So I it might kinda... I might end up playing that again and just knocking down the difficulty just so I can play through the story. That's like, what there's I had honestly to fucking nothing like, wrong with that. Mike, like, that's, that's what I did to finish it. I that's like what I may do for a few games that are just kind of sitting on my on my backlog that I just like, I want to get through this so that I can have that experience and I don't and necessarily, I don't need the experience of being like, I beat it on the hardest difficulty with no, yeah. platinum trophy. Like, I don't, I don't need, fun, necessarily need that. no reason to put it on that difficulty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, I mean, that, that if you... That game is, that game is like you want to just get through it for the story alone if you're a Star Wars fan, pretty much. That, I mean, I think that's why I think you just play it on easy. Fuck it. It's like I still feel like I had an issue with it being on easy, too. <laughs> I feel like some of the bosses, I was like, fuck, I'm on easy, right? <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, interesting, Mike. So you, you get a couple couple of things on the on the palette there, you know, swash swashing around back and forth through a few things. What about you, Todd? Besides Cyberpunk, anything? Or... Honestly, yeah. I mean, I went back to Animal Crossing, got my ice table with my drinks on it for my nightclub. Oh, yes. That's that's been like what nine months in the making. Oh, where are we at? Like, yeah, like yeah, eight or nine m- months March. In the making. I don't know math. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Um, nine months. Yeah, yeah. So I've been playing. I've been, I, I I still can't get into it fully, but I'm definitely diving in on a daily basis now, which is good, you know, just to get back into it. Um, and honestly, Cyberpunk and honestly, Cyberpunk is so fucking good, and it makes me so sad to see this constant barrage of this fucking negativity towards this game. And I completely get it, I understand, but like, goddamn, anyone who has a Series X, I, I keep on hearing people who have Series X are not having issues with this game. Yeah, it fucking it runs fine. I haven't had a single like I heard on PS5 they're crashing. The game's crashing. Like if someone's playing for like four hours, it crashes like twice. Yikes! Yeah, yeah exactly. it, it seems like a very hit or miss thing. I mean, I think you're, I think you're very lucky to not have a lot of issues, which is great. Uh, I mean, because because I do see like other people like basically say the game has issues, the game does this, but like I also I love this game right now. So like, I mean, it's I've seen people say that they don't like the combat, and I'm like, 
I expected far worse combat. I think this combat is fucking great for an RPG compared to like the, if you're going to place it next to the other RPGs that come out in this style, you know, like, yeah, um, I, I am. Oh I, yeah. I, as far as like first person RPGs, like yes, it, it, like, it like the combat it, blows fucking fallout out of the water. Like everything, any other like RPG in this style, like, but like, yeah, it's just crazy to me. And, and honestly, there's some characters in this game that I'm completely falling in love with that like I haven't thought about since like the last time I played Bioshock Infinite and I like was like Elizabeth. Oh, I love Elizabeth. Like <laughs> Pan Am in this game, I am like that's my girl. And there's also like I, the other girl that I haven't. Even, I, I'm so deep inside missions in this game, it's nuts. Like I'm, I showed you today. I'm like 44 hours, probably like 48 now. I am only. I'm like 15% of the main campaign. I have gone on some of the coolest side missions that I don't want to spoil with you. And I remember I told you to do the cab one. That was yeah. a side mission. The side missions I'm doing at this point compared to that are fucking nuts. Like six hour, like murder mysteries, like crazy, crazy shit. Uh, and yeah, man, I'm like going down. I've, I'm like this, like, I, I forget the guy's name, but he's like a kind of crazy, but he's a cop and he's a good cop and he has like a good heart. But like you're helping. I've been helping this dude now for like 10 hours. Like, we're still going on missions. We, like, uncovered this whole crazy... Uh, yeah, I mean, like... And I'm so excited for the single-player campaigns, like, the main campaign. But, like, even on these side missions, Johnny pops up, and he just always has his two cents. Or, like, it, like Keanu's, like, always there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking so cool. Like, I, I... This is... Yeah, like, I... This is an experience for me, basically. Like, I don't yeah. want this game to end. Yeah, no, I'm I mean, probably... I, I'm, I'm glad that, like, you're having a good time with it. I know you were yeah. excited for this game, I, so I'm know, glad like, that it's... Everyone, yeah exactly and like i fucking hated the witcher 3 so i had no idea what to expect for this game but yeah. this game pretty much lived up to what i wanted it to be basically i guess well, i mean I, yeah yeah man I, I fucking love it i uh i mean there's not I, much else more you can ask for i mean obviously like the the launch of this game has a lot of issues around it you know from all different types of angles whether it be the content that's in it or the way the game runs or the how the studio was treated or whatever like obviously there's a lot of issues but i mean at the end of the day it's it's still like you know you you may not agree with like some of the stuff that's in the game or you may not agree with the company that is sitting at the top of in the offices you know making bad decisions or or for, forcing their employees to do things or whatever but like there are still developers there that aren't a part of those decisions that like, they obviously want you to enjoy the game and, and love the game, whatever. And for something that's like really struggling right now with getting pulled from the PlayStation store and uh, you know, all these refund things and all that stuff. I'm, I'm happy for you that you're enjoying it. Cause I know you're looking well, forward to it. It's funny because what's the guy from IGN? Zach, Zachary. Uh, Zach Ryan. Yes. Uh, I, so after initially when the game launched and like a couple days later, I remember him posting, he's like, I'm like 10 hours in. He's like, shit's just bothering me, like the bugs and everything else. And then I was like, fuck, no. I'm like, I'm not having that experience. That sucks. And I'm like, so this guy's having the exact opposite experience me. And then today he tweeted out something that I'm like 28 hours in. This game is a fucking amazing. I love this game. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, he stuck with it. And, you know, maybe he got, like, hopefully he said he hasn't had any issues since when he played but i was like okay good you know like the I, i'm it's, obviously dude, it's a series i'm telling you it's a series x it's just performing yeah. really well on it yeah i mean i really haven't had any issues with the series x no i've um, had nothing literally nothing like the only thing i've had is if i picked up a gun the card stayed on the side of the screen and wouldn't go away and i just had to like back out and back in and yeah like went away. 
I mean, I I've just had like zero issues in general with like any game on the Series X. I like I know I've you know just on the internet or other shows or or, or reading articles or whatever. I I know that like there are some notable issues for things like Call of Duty and stuff, and uh, I think that's mostly happening on the PlayStation side of things. I don't think it's yeah, happening say, I, haven't, much. I, I play a lot of Call of Duty and I haven't had any issues. With yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, for Cyberpunk, for me, I've played a little bit more than I was. I, I intended to play more this past week, but I just didn't really get to it. And I've gotten past the first act, at least. So I... The story did wasn't... The, wait, did you make it to the end? I have started Act 2. Like, okay. I'm at the very beginning of Act 2. We can talk about it after, because I don't want to, yeah. like, spoil stuff. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It is, like... I was kind of struggling to care about much before that Johnny point. Yet? Yes. Okay. So like now, now I'm starting to care a little bit more about what's happening in the story. When I said that, yeah, because the story gets really, the story is not really that good from the beginning. Although I do like one of the main characters from the beginning who like yeah. actually grew on me. But um, did you, did, when I said, have you had that gun yet? Like I keep, I think I've texted you like seven times. Like we're like, well, I don't want to spoil anything from the no, beginning of the game. So I I'll, I'll, we'll talk about. You know you know You'll know when you have it. You like just roll through people. Yeah, it's like a little hand cannon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I I do want to give it some more time and see if it grows on me more. But it it, it has definitely grown on me since I've gotten to where I've gotten in the story, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. And it just gets um, better. For, for, it, personal yeah basically basically johnny coming into the into the game on a more uh consistent basis now i'm like all right i i'm i am much more invested on what's happening now i kind of want to see what the fuck is going on and he has some great lines throughout like because like i said on all those side missions he's always chiming in like i'm making a move on a girl and then he appears right after you know (laughs) like like i strike out or something and it's just so funny uh, I want you to when the Mass Effect trilogy comes out, I want you to give it another That's shot. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you like Mass Effect, like I feel like this is like you, when you stop playing, them. like don't compare them. When you stop playing like the side missions of this, you're gonna be like, okay, shit. I, you Mass, know what I do? Mass Effect Two is one of my favorite games of all time. This is not shaping up to me. What? It's shaping up to be mine probably, but uh, people are pissed that there's three people you can choose from at the beginning of this game: Corpo, Nomad, and Street, Street, Street Kid. Kid. Uh, people are mad because they thought every path you chose would have a different course of action, but apparently they all merge into the same thing. So it all goes to the same point. There are different endings, but like, so for, yeah. So for like, so like right now, if I continue to do what I'm doing, I'm probably going to play like 90% of this game. So I have no reason to go back to this game. If I do that, you know, it's kind of sucks. Well, if you're, if you're, I mean, the game normally is like a, what a 30 hour playthrough. So if you're spending like, if you're spending like a hundred hours in a playthrough, you don't really need to do, the other stuff potentially i don't know does anything about this game pique your interest mike like are you interested in this game at all um so it's a game that did not exist to me until i saw the whole keanu thing (laughs) so i'm not a person that was hyped up about it since 2003 2013 yeah but since keanu popped up keanu popped up and my interests cyberpunk as like a cyberpunk genre. as a genre yeah same yeah. um so i'm interested in it but since it apparently runs very poorly yeah i would wait till you get a new console i would buy consoles yeah my Mike, options but you are have either stadia 
I have Stadia, so I could buy it on Stadia. I heard it runs really well. On I Stadia, heard it runs actually. really well on there. So yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure it runs the best on Stadia. Yeah, I, for real. I might consider getting it. I might get it on Stadia just to have and just have like a game to play on Stadia. Worst case scenario, I I can see I can see Stadia folding, but I think you should be good. I think here's what I think may happen is that if it folds because it it doesn't have a big enough audience. And I think if that's the case, then they may, as an olive branch, be like, okay, you you can't play it here anymore, but we'll give you a voucher to purchase whatever games that you actually bought on some other thing, whether it be PC or console. Mike, what will, what will most likely happen is when Stadia folds, because I, I just don't see a, I just don't see a future where it, it's there. I can see them working something out with either Microsoft or Amazon for some sort of exchange of money to be like, you know, take over, take over these existing people and add them to your platform. Maybe since, since they both, I mean, I have no idea what the Amazon situation is like. If they're, if that platform is doing anything is even out yet. I don't even fucking know what it's called. I think Luna is still in beta. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see maybe them doing that. Uh, I mean, it would behoove them. To, to try to like bump up those numbers in any way they could. Microsoft obviously doesn't need that type of boost, but I could see them being, you know, it, I, if, it's if I'm Microsoft and I'm trying to get people into the xCloud Game Pass ecosystem, if we work out some sort of deal where it's like, all right, Stadia is closing, but we're going to, uh, we're going to basically buy all these subscriptions that are out there and we'll make it so that you, you know, any games that you had, if they're available on Xbox or PC, we're just going to give them to you. So you have them over here. Uh, and that's like a that would be a good way for you know especially people who were not in the that ecosystem to then be like oh all right I kind of fuck with Microsoft because they're doing right by me. Maybe uh, although uh, I I would say and I don't know much about the whole situation, but if if Stadia actually runs a lot, if Cyberpunk runs a lot better on Stadia than almost anything else besides I assume maybe a high end PC that might be a good enough thing in terms of PR for them to get more subscribers. I don't know if that's what they're, if they're leveraging that in any way. I think, I mean, I think, I think the unfortunate thing for this is that it's not really a feather in the cap for Stadia because even though it might, Cyberpunk might run the best on Stadia, there's still other issues that are wrapped up in, in the Cyberpunk conversation. So it's like, yeah, it might run the best, but, it still has all of, it's still hemorrhaging all of these other problems. Um, but going back to cyberpunk, I actually think Mike would really like this game because uh, it's not like super action heavy. There is action if you want it. I mean, you can go stealth if you want, or you, you can just kind of like a lot of these side missions don't necessarily involve uh, like action. It's more like you just choose how you want to react to like these situations and kind of, you know, sneak around stuff. And uh, Look, Tom, yeah, you I, I'll just buy it right now. Yeah, no, but I really do think you would like it. Uh, I do think this, though. I think the game is extremely overwhelming for someone who doesn't play these kind of games. I think the map kind of sucks, and I think there's so many points on the map that they don't explain, and there's a lot of stuff in this game that they definitely don't explain um, that I do think it can be super overwhelming and almost off-putting in some ways for people who don't play these kinds of games often. Because I I feel like this game looks like it could be appealing to random people, you know, like in... 
uh, jumping into this game and like not having no gaming knowledge that I have, I'd be fucking lost in a lot of things. Mike, it sounds yeah. like to me that Todd just strip called you a fucking fake gamer. He just said fucking you're a fake. Not, not but, wrong, but not only that, I just sent you guys a picture. I have like the Iron Man missile on my arm now in the game. Yeah, and I'm 50 hours in. That's the first addition I've done to fucking my body. Like something that you do like the first like six hours in the game. I haven't touched any of that stuff. I just started adding that stuff to me now. Yeah, I, I mean, because I, I feel like you're probably overwhelmed because you suck at maps and. Pro- I am though. To be like, I'm the dad. In this type I'm of like game. The, I'm like the guy who's like, I'm like staring at the map, and halfway through, I'm like, oh, I'm driving in the wrong direction. <laughs> that that's what Todd's intro needs to be from now on. Todd's just the dad. He's just the gaming dad. <laughs> yeah, the, right. the, the 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 I don't know the the diaper daddy. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Anyways uh cool anything else other than cyberpunk or just kind of the same old stuff that's it same old stuff so for me uh i mean i've been jumping around between a lot of things right now but the the most notable thing or at least the the newest thing that i want to talk about is uh the back for blood alpha that is currently going on this weekend i was uh very lucky to get a code from somebody someone had had an extra one and they were able to send it my way so i'm very appreciative for that but uh, I got the chance to play that in co-op last night with uh, with Jesse, Cam, and uh, the nanobiologist, and we it, the 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 alpha only has like one chapter of the game, but I will tell you right now, Todd, if this game doesn't have any issues when it comes out, this game is going to be amazing. Like yeah, I mean, like we've been waiting for this forever. Like you don't need like, and no one has to like. They don't even have to show me anything. They just say, "Oh, it's like this is what's coming out." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, it, sold." You know, it it is Left for Dead in all of the right ways, and then it also introduces a bunch of new things, and yeah. like it just feels like more because you couldn't even aim down in sights in the other one, could you? I can't remember. I don't, uh, I don't think you could, but like, yeah, it's 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 more modern in, in those types yeah. of ways. But like, it it just everything about like. I, I'm a little bit fresher on Left 4 Dead because during October uh, we streamed Left 4 Dead on Cam's Twitch. Uh, so I played through Left 4 Dead one and two. You played in it was me, you, Jesse, and and Cam, Mike. You were there, right? I was there. I don't know who else was there, but I was there. I don't remember. Um, oh no, for, for for the most of it, it was uh, it was auto. Um, but yeah, I I played through those campaigns again. So I had you know more recent familiarity with. Left for Dead again, and it, it it really does do what you would hoped a new fresh sequel in that series I mean, they would do, be. They literally do the same thing, but just like better. Because like I saw, like where you start, you start in like the same like holding cells where you can like look outside and shoot at zombies. Still, yes, you know? yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's like legitimate. Like it's it, just like a yeah. sequel. I mean, you know, it, ha- it has all I want. It has a lot of the bones of Left for Dead, but it's like. The, all of the things, at least in this alpha, all of the things that were from Left 4 Dead, it's all of the things that you would want them to keep. Like, it's all of those types of things, like, w- that you're, you know, you have safe rooms, and it's like the the missions, like, the the acts or whatever, they go from safe room to safe room. Um, you, yeah, I love that shit. You know, you, if, someone get, if someone gets downed, you can pick them up. If they die, they, like, can spawn in, like, a, you know, further in the map, in, like, a closet or something. Um, it has a lot of similar like special zombie types, like the yeah. I don't think they're called the same thing, like the boomers and called the boomer, but like all of those types of things come back, and then there's new and more. Um, 
the guns all felt good, even though I barely got a gun last night because I was very drunk and very bad at the game. Um, but you played that first. How were you already that drunk early in the night? Uh, well, so it was it was less than I was drunk. Are you playing more, with a controller or a mouse and keyboard? I was playing mouse and keyboard. It was more Ugh. of so the way, at least the way that that the campaign we were playing was set up, which I kind of like this addition. So there's like a whole deck building system, Todd. Yeah. Um, so like before you start a match, you can either just use a like a like a generic deck or you can build your own deck and the deck is basically like okay this card will give you uh 10% health extra health or more ammo for this or you can start with this type of gun or all like all these other types of things or te- team health or whatever like all all these cool uh you know pro uh, i don't know i want to say boons but this isn't fucking Hades uh talents they're called talents so there's like a lot of cool different stuff but the way it works and and maybe you know in the full game there'll be ways to just you know do it differently but at least in the what we played the way it worked was you would pick a deck of 15 cards but when you started the first level of the act or the chapter or whatever however they're broken up you would get it like three of those cards would get dealt to you and you could like only pick one or something so it's like you you couldn't you just don't don't just get all 15 of those attributes if you pick the random ones um but it like it 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 obviously adds a lot more variety and like in in strategery uh to <laughs> to the uh to the game and like you know if you want to play on harder modes or like go for better scores or, or something like that like it probably matters a lot more like what you and your teammates are picking for those cards but i guess there were cards that like let you start with weapons instead of just starting with a melee weapon and i didn't equip one of those do you so, just like, start with a melee weapon i can't remember I, I, in left in left for dead the starting point there was always guns to pick up so you could like everyone had a pistol and everyone had a melee weapon and then you could pick up like a a shotgun or assault rifle or something but in this at least in this level there was no like guns to pick up at the beginning if you didn't if you didn't choose a card to start with a gun you just had a machete which the machete was still good but yeah i i like didn't get a gun until like halfway through the the game because of trash and i kept dying with machete but the guns felt good. The game was great. The game ran great. The game looked gorgeous. Uh, so, I mean, I'm assuming it'll look just as good on console. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. Um, but yeah. I, I, I think that comes out soon, doesn't it? It comes out in like April, maybe? I uh, I don't know if it has released date. I actually meant to look that up. I can um, check right now. I'm pretty sure it does. Because they just pre-orders just went up, I believe. Like, not like I never pre-order or anything, but. Uh, it says June 22nd. Uh, of next year i mean it, that that's that's going to be a hit like if that comes out and and does you know I, I it doesn't have issues when it launches i think that game will, will do very well i don't know what the what the pipeline of the game is like if they I plan on warner brothers games so i i said this last night when we were streaming uh the the playthrough of of the alpha but warner brothers has like bangers lined up they have um the arkham knight or whatever arkham the, knight they have the suicide squad game and they have left for dead and yeah, i guess i mean for better or for worse uh you know warner brothers published cyberpunk so they they like potentially have have a great you know next next year and a half we gotta get we gotta get phil spencer on the show and have him uh just start making offers you know at this point wasn't there like talk about them getting wb games or something uh, like 
Yeah, I mean, there were there were people that that were and interested. Imagine if imagine if they just didn't do the Bethesda and did that instead. That's a. I think that would have been a way bigger. Movie. Uh, I don't. No, I because people are on such a hate train of Bethesda like that. Like people have been yeah, on like it's been like it's. But you like with Bethesda. I mean, say what you want to say about like Fallout and 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 Doom, but like they're gonna have the next Elder Scrolls game probably exclusive. They're gonna have the next that Starfield game probably exclusive. Like they're gonna have fucking bangers. Um, but the thing with the thing with Warner Brothers games, whoever purchased them, which I don't think they got sold. Um, they didn't get like they didn't get the the rights to batman so like they like the arkham game wouldn't necessarily still be a thing that they're working on because they would have to still like you know pay for the rights the license to, to make those games so i think i think that that's probably a big reason why they they didn't secure that deal because i i don't really know what falls under warner brothers games like i don't know if rocksteady is owned by warner brothers or if they just like work under them or whatever right. it, it may be so it, it really might not just have been that that of smart deal. I think the Bethesda one comes with a lot more underneath it. Um, but yeah, back for was good. I'm very excited to see how that game turns out. Mike, that filter is fucking me up. Cause like, I can't, I've been there for so long. I know <laughs> but, like, the eyes are fucking me up. I can't do it. I <laughs> forgot. I had the filter up. This my tie like just, just ran right everything. through me, man. And tell you like, today. Yeah. Well, they, oh, you're definitely fucked then. Like oh, no, you I, are. I, that was a mistake. <laughs> I had breakfast and that was, Oh no, I had Mac and cheese a little while ago. Yeah. You're, you're definitely about to, to cruise into fucking <laughs> where I was last night. You need to shove food in your mouth. As soon as possible and drink some water. So you need to go play some I'm gonna quickly fun. say this. I I'm not hip to the culture. I'm not hip anymore. I don't know what I, you're talking about. I, I used to be. You'll understand in a second. Okay. Uh, there there are a few there are a few YouTube channels I follow. I've heard of I've heard of Mr. Beast in the past. In, in passing, like I know he exists. I've heard that he does like crazy things on YouTube. Yes. Apparently, he made a restaurant. Yes. Today, well, yes. obviously not today, but it 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 launched today, and people are talking about like, oh yeah, we ordered the burgers from Mr. Beast Burger, and I saw it, and I thought, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. Did you order it? They don't deliver here. I I opened up DoorDash, and DoorDash said no. Wait, where is he delivering it from? I don't fucking know. This so helps. okay, so no, it's 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 a very. I, it's funny that you brought this up because I was looking. I don't know. How did know. that dude make his money? Like it's like so crazy. Like it's like just from YouTube videos because the guy Probably. has I don't know plenty of money to like plow through. I don't know who Mr. Beast is. Like I just know that he's a YouTube person. I like I don't really know the content he makes or what or what he what his deal is. But I, yeah, I did was, see everyone he used to tweeting always about give it. money away back in the day. Like you, that's yeah. Like, I, I heard, I'm I heard sure he did like got famous. I heard he did some like, crazy like like David YouTube Dobrik, videos. whatever that guy is too. Like same shit. Like interesting yeah i don't really know much about them but it's funny that you brought that up because i was debating ordering it tonight mike so if you look on like uber eats or 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 grubhub it it was like it was showing up as a thing but it was also then saying there were no deliver like there were no couriers nearby oh, okay um but so the way it works is he didn't open a restaurant he opened it's like a it's a digital brand so 
I don't really know how the business side works of it works out of it, but this, he's not the first person to do this. And now I'm actually kind of curious how this works out, but he must partner or restaurant or local restaurants must opt in somehow. And I don't know how it works, but basically like there isn't a Mr. Beast location. It's just a restaurant nearby can make you those items and sell them to you as Mr. Beast. Okay. So, um, I, I opened it up on Uber eats on my phone before I was just Googling Mr. Beast on my computer and it opened up a DoorDash page and I tried ordering from there and that's where it failed. So when I did it on Uber eats on the app, a restaurant popped up, but it's just, it's just closed currently. So I can't order from it now. So I could order from it tomorrow if I felt like it. If you end up ordering it, let me know what what but the deal tomo- is with it. Tomorrow, Michael won't have a a Mai Tai in him, most likely. So he's, <laughs> he's probably not going to do it. We could change that. Um, no, that, you, this was my last one. I have, As a matter of fact, I have to go out and buy cat food anyway, so maybe I'll just buy more. Buy some more Mai Tais? Oh, um, so the other thing you can do too, Mike, is he, they also launched a Mr. Beast app. So you can, yeah, I know there's an app. I didn't feel like downloading the app. You can order I, I don't have that potentially, but like, so, he, so here I'll open up the app and I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. If I go to locations, uh, that's what I want to see. I want to see what the locations were. Yeah. So I, when I looked earlier here, I'll type in my address that I won't say out loud right now. Cause that would be a mistake. He lives on but, one, two, three fake street. So <laughs> like I pulled it up. So there's Mr. Burger Swamp Scott. Mr. Burger Beverly, Mr. Yeah. Burger Peabody, Mr. Burger Redding. Like, so like it's just restaurants opt into I, it. I don't know it offhand, but I think the Swamp Scott, whatever one that popped up for me on. Uber How is this something? I, I, I think so was, 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 uh, five guys. Yo, I'd have to double ordered, check it, but I I've never ordered delivery guys. in fucking the last like 10 years of my life, I don't think. That's kind Todd, of Todd, you live me. a strange life. Yeah, I don't I do. know what's going on over there. I don't care for it. So that would be the... If, if you were going to order it from anywhere, Mike, I feel like ordering it from what is coming from a Five Guys is probably going to be the best burger. Because that's Ooh, the thing. Like, I don't... I don't, I don't. No, Five Guys is delicious, Todd. You're crazy. No, it's uh, not good. Five Guys is, is very delicious. I mean, it's not bad. Insane. It's just whatever. It's not like... What, what, is like... It, what is a better burger for you that you can get quickly? Uh, homemade? I don't know. I fucking would rather eat a homemade burger than their burger. I'm not like, going to waste my time making a burger. Yeah, but Five, eat, five Guys five is minutes. like fresh ingredients. I like their fries. I don't like their burgers necessarily. It's just like, I mean, it's fine. Why do you not like their burgers? Because they're thin patties? They're so I actually, good. I prefer thin patties. So yeah, they're I'm fucking like, perfect. Yeah, so like, It's just, I mean, I don't know. It's It, it never like wowed me. It's not like I need to go back and get it. I actually, and this is like a like you're gonna be like you're a fucking idiot for saying this, but Sylvan Street Burgers I still think are the best burgers you can get in a re- like a restaurant, which I haven't been to you a restaurant are, in a year. You are absolutely fucking off, so good. off your oh, fucking. Man. No, I'm sure I am, but like it's you, just, for, first of all, you need to go to the counter in Salem when things are normal and get a counter burger because that is like by far the best burger I've ever had in my life. So like I meet these days, so I feel like a burger is like once in a very long time so i feel like at this point i mean i don't even know i couldn't even tell you the last time i had a burger it was probably summer maybe like june july yeah i mean i i like typically especially this year either do turkey burgers or or like impossible Same. burgers but yeah the counter the counter burger i'll make i'll make a 
exception for that. Or Five Guys. Five Guys is fucking delicious. It's in the hotel. Oh, okay. The the restaurant in the hotel. Do you go to the swamps get Five Guys? Uh, I mean, I don't like, I don't go to Five Guys often, especially not anymore because I don't really eat that type of food anymore. But either Swamp Scott or the one on one fourteen. Uh, anyways, I don't know why we just talked about that for so long. I don't know why Mike went into fucking Mr. Beast. <laughs> for a moment. Uh, there, there was a reason why, and I already forget what it was. It always comes back to fast food. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, something else I want to say just now too, but I lost it. Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the my time, Mike. Maybe. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna call you my time, Mike, next week. Yes. But yeah, back for blood, fucking phenomenal i'm very excited for that i cannot wait for that full game to come out because i think it's going to be very very i have very i i had like just regular expectations of it but now i've played the alpha my expectations are very high for that game to be good and uh the the last thing i want to say is i didn't look into it i don't know if they've said anything about this or not but if there was ever a type of game to have like you know a live service element if they wanted to keep that game fresh and instead of like doing DLC necessarily and like adding stuff down the line, if they just did like not, not like a, they don't need to have like a fucking battle pass or something, but if they had like timed events where it's like, Oh, you can come back, you know, in this month, they're going to have a new chapter. And if you like play through this chapter and do this, like you can get some special cards for your deck and like all this stuff. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things they could do to keep the player base really engaged. Um, so I hope they do certain stuff like that to kind of like give you a reason to keep playing. I feel like that game will be updated a lot. I feel like we'll see a lot of it. It's got to be. Because yeah. I feel like it's probably not going to, it's probably going to have like, you know, four stories in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, with like four or five max, you know? Like, yeah. Wait, was uh, uh, which one did you play? Did you play the boat one? There's only one available in the alpha. So yeah, you pl- I, we played through the whole thing. So it ends oh, on the I boat, watched, I think. I watched some streamer playing today and it was so funny because Everyone made it, and the uh, the last person like jumped over the 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 part at the second it was blowing up, and they made it like right into the boat. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, no, it was really good. Oh, I, I think I know that it was uh, Alex Van Aken posted that video. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was it was a it was a good good clip. Um, but yeah, that the game is is great. Like that that could a million percent be something that we, you know spend some good good hours in together playing that game i'm very excited for that we are getting to that point but before we wrap things up the last thing that i wanted to bring up um now that mike now that mike's back on the show is obviously last week we talked about the game awards Um, what about me? I have I have some big thoughts on this, but Mike, go ahead. Did you not talk about it last week? No. No. We talked. Let, <laughs> let, let Todd talk about it first. I I feel no. We, we, opinion on it. we talked about it last week. What uh like how like what how are you feeling about like like expecting Sephiroth? Was he even like a consideration in your brain? Because he was not, I I feel like I want my thoughts in a way that makes thing that spews out my mouth. Just essentially, I'm gonna be thinking. 
talking out loud. I had a rep who was first party. I wasn't who was third party. Mm -hmm. At least. Sakurai did kind of touch on that in the he, deep dive. He mentioned the, the music thing, yeah. Yeah. So, which I think that's ultimately what what everyone just assumed meant. Square and Nintendo had a bad relationship is because there was like two songs for Cloud, yeah. but it turns out it's just a very dumb, you know, trademark copyright. Yeah, laws bullshit. are confusing and weird. Uh, so him being added, I have no. I have no uh, history with Final Fantasy altogether, let alone Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll I'll give it a shot. I believe it's on Game Pass, and I think I have it on the PlayStation Classic. So maybe one day I'll try it out. So him being added was cool. It was unexpected, simply because I, for the reasons I outlined b- before, I just didn't think it would happen for that series. Uh. I think he makes a. I think Sakurai makes a valid point by saying Sephiroth is a very recognizable villain. I would say only in terms of if you ask people who consider themselves to be gamers, quote unquote. There, I I don't think public at large would be very familiar with Sephiroth, but I I agree <laughs> that he's probably a a big character because I don't play Final Fantasy, but I think yeah. I knew of him. Yeah, you definitely knew who he was. I mean, so Sephiroth is, is, uh, there was a point in time, like if you go back to the original Final Fantasy seven, Mike, it, mm. that game. And I only knew that I only knew this way after the fact this year when I played through the remake and then went back to the original game and then did some like kind of research just on that game in particular. Cause to me, it was just a blind spot in my gaming history. But it seemed like when Final Fantasy VII came out on the PS1, it was such a huge like zeitgeist game where not only for a lot of people outside of Japan was it like their first JRPG, but it it like it had big promotions with like others. It 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 breached outside of gaming. Like there were people that were would know it probably at least who Cloud was. I don't know what yeah, Sephiroth. Dude, that was, I, I mean, I, I was like, I don't know what age I was, but what, I don't know what year. I think that it came was. out. Did it came out in ninety? I want to say ninety six. Ninety six or ninety seven. So Todd was in his. So it was like thirteen, fourteen. That was like, and that was like the biggest game for me, and I didn't even really play those games. The only other game I ever played was Final Fantasy three, like that, and that game was huge to me, and I played the it whole came thing. Ninety seven. Yeah, so it's like it's, that game was like crazy to me, and there, like you said, there was like so much. It was the big game for everyone, though. I feel like everyone was fucking playing that game. Yeah, like it was. It was. A, it was a huge, huge game. And I mean, I, I, I think a, a big part of that too is probably. I'm sure Sony really got behind it because it was the first game where Square was not going to be on Nintendo. They were going to Sony. So, like PlayStation, you know, Sony probably got really behind it to work up some deals because I'm. I think it had like a huge promotion with Blockbuster, which back then was a big, big thing. And then it had, I think, it had a big thing with Butterfinger, and I think with Pizza Hut. I, I went into this whole like deep dive on, on like it got really, really promoted outside of just the regular gaming uh, network of of things. Uh, so I, I think. I think there would have been a point in time, Mike, where maybe people who don't 
fall under the category of gamer might have knew who cloud was maybe sephiroth um i don't know how how sustained that that mind share is like like my parents probably know what fortnite is you know what i mean yeah because it's you know just outside of that bubble i don't know and like my, my mom definitely knows what halo is and that's not because of halo now it's because of halo 3 basically when halo was like the big thing that was being promoted you know outside of gaming itself so yeah. I, I i don't know how the the final fantasy 7 brand sustained after 97 but i think if you I think back then more people would have known knew who he was. Anyways, so yeah, I feel like I, the whole Sephiroth and fucking Ares thing is like ingrained in people's brains in gaming for like the last like thirty years too. Yeah, like well, that, like, don't don't like, say anything though, because like no, I, no if Mike doesn't actually know spoilers about the game, Mike, I would encourage you to never look at spoilers. Oh. I don't know when it was revealed to me, but I know what Todd is talking about. That's something you can that... say. It. I mean, I, I feel like I've everyone. I feel like if like if you've never, played I didn't it, know. I, I had no I idea. Didn't know that. That's, that's I had why, no like, idea. When you were telling me your playthrough. I'm like, it's crazy that he doesn't know what's coming. And yeah, it's just... I I have a and this is like me. Anytime I say I've said this before. Anytime I say this, I I really just run the risk of like some asshole person deciding to DM me things. But I I. I'm very good about not looking at spoilers for stuff that I think maybe at some point I will either watch or play. Like, yeah, I I had a feeling at some point I would play Final Fantasy VII, so I was like, I'll just I will never find myself in a situation where I can potentially have this spoiled for me. Um, but yeah, Damn so man, you know, man. you know, what what is the thing you know, Mike? So I don't actually say it in case it's by chance something different oh no i know sephiroth kills um Aerith. yeah oh it fucking gutted me it gutted yeah. me because so, it doesn't happen in the remake mike it doesn't uh, fucking happen because the remake takes place for like the first yet, two though. hours we of the game yeah yeah we don't yeah don't, i Listen, hope it does i i kind of i kind of agree with with cam and i think i've seen someone else say that i think cam said it i don't it's i saw someone say it, and i kind of agree with the sentiment i wouldn't be shocked if the next part of Final Fantasy VII Remake is just not the story of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's I, just going to go I, I, in a different direction. That's what they're going to do. Because like the way like they did this game, I don't think... And they're definitely going to do what they want with it, kind of. Yeah, like, and I'm, take... I'm kind and of excited about that. Yeah, no, I like, think it's a good thing. I think I'd be more inclined to play it because they kind of lost me on this last one. But I will say, like, all the Aerith stuff, that the memory of playing... Like, playing with her again on Cloud when you're jumping from, like, roof to roof, that shit was so good. Yeah. Um. But like, I felt like she was the only character that I really cared about in that game. In the original game? Really no, in like the most recent remake. Like, I feel like I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Harith was my favorite part of yeah, of like, the remake. I mean, I liked Cloud too, because I, I got because the thing with me, and, and maybe this is why, maybe it's just harder for someone like you who play the original and grew up on the original. But like, I like Cloud is famous gaming character like he's an icon even if you never played final fantasy 7 like you know cloud's name you know what he looks like you know who he is right. um but like outside of knowing him as just an icon from final fantasy i didn't actually know anything about cloud like i knew nothing about cloud so like getting to know cloud and remake i was like all right i'm attached to cloud but yeah like as far as the rest of the cast i mean barrett's cool teeth is fine Barrett's cool but like yeah. barrett's on the barrett's on the used and teeth is kind of like hey i'm in this outfit guys you know and it's yeah like, i don't know really... teeth was kind of annoying I, like like i feel like i feel like at least the discourse that i was finding myself 
seeing around the time when remake came out was like Tifa or Aerith. And if it's like a pick and choose to me, I, I choose Aerith every time just based on like, I just feel like her, I like relate to her character and I love her yes. character. And I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, mm-hmm. the, I, I feel like there's way more personality in Aerith than there isn't anything else in that game, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why that death is so impactful. Cause like, we're just like, Oh, like I understand this person's so nice. So you know, like you know, it's like, yeah. yes, like it's yeah. it's honestly like playing both both versions of Final Fantasy VII this year. Uh, it's gotten me to the point now where I'm really curious. Like I kind of want to play other Final Fantasy games only because, like, from what I understand, all of the Final Fantasy games are separate stories following separate characters. So like, I kind of like the idea that they can like Aerith is one of the main characters of the story and they can just fucking kill her. Like, I like the idea that right. they can kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. Cause they don't have to worry about, you know, a potential future like sequel or something, um, which I know that they've done direct sequels to final fantasy games in the past, but Aerith was my normal. favorite person to use in the remake. As far as combat goes too. I like love using her. Yeah. I am very curious to see, and we don't have to go down this whole fucking final fantasy yeah, trail, right. but I'm curious to see how like, like, red 13 and stuff gets added to the remake right. um all right mike so sephiroth's here i i agree with you like i wasn't he was not something i would have expected it makes sense that he's in the game like i don't think it's a bad pick at all i think it's actually like really because my because my assumptions were so set on i feel like fortnite is getting added to the game today when it was not Fortnite and it was someone completely fucking drastically not who I was expecting. I was, I was so like, glad it wasn't Fortnite. I was yeah. like so happy. I mean, I still think Fortnite's happening at some point, but uh, I, I don't, I think it's weird to put in like a character like Jim. It's not, that's not an, like, yes, the game's iconic. Like no one will doubt that ever, but like yeah. their mask, they've had no mascot and they've kind of like danced around. Like they've had like this, like it's just, I, I he, don't like the idea of him being the guy that goes in there. At all. Yeah, I, I mean, well, the thing is, is like it will be the 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 generic skin will be that Jonesy thing, and then the yeah. the other seven skins will all just be like other cool costumes that yeah, are probably yeah. more iconic at this point for the for like the Fortnite brand. Um, but yeah, so Mike with Sephiroth here with three more spots on the Fighters Pass, who do you think is going to round out those last three spots? Um. Kudos to Sakurai and team for again throwing everything we thought we knew out the window. So I now, love that. I love that they do that. Yeah. So now I I could not tell you. I still think we're going to get a first party, and I still think it's probably going to be a Pokemon Sword and Shield Shield character. Think, uh, but, uh, same. No, but, I agree with uh, you. But uh, again, with Sephiroth, I'm I'm thinking to myself. You know what? They really could do whatever the fuck they want. And Sephiroth does strike me as a character that Sakurai just said, I want to put this character in the game. And it was his decision. He said, I don't give a sh- shit what's going on. I I want this character here. Yeah. I, I think it's it's like he went through the motions doing um, Minecraft Steve. He said, I don't get this at all. But he he got he got three characters he, he got to put in himself. And it was Joker, Terry, and Sephiroth. And maybe more. Who knows? I mean, maybe more, but I feel he had a special connection to those three characters where he he managed to get them in the game despite the fact that they really had no business being there. It's funny that you I mean, I 
Terry, Terry and Sephiroth, I think, have business being there. Joker Terry and have business being there, but the problem is that see, I don't Terry think Terry was from you know it King I of Fighters. Don't think so. Like I don't think Terry, I don't think King of Fighters is iconic. It's iconic to a certain group of people yeah, it's, that were. Like, I would say King of Fighters is probably pretty niche, and it's something. That yes, a hundred. It's very niche. I mean it's the like, fi- the fighting game. It's it's, it's genre niche. is niche. Fighting game genre is no niche, and then he picked a niche. Jo- yeah, like game within that organization. Yes, yes. It, 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 arguably, Tekken and Mortal Kombat are are probably and you know, worldwide. Fighter. Well, Street Fighter has two characters in the game already. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter. I would it, say I would say Street Soul Fighter Calibur is over Terry. I would say something from Soul Calibur over Terry. No. Yes. No. They haven't made a fucking game since then. Like, it's like King of Fighters, but like that people play. People do play them. You're just they're made for fighting game. Like they're they have a specific audience. Listen, I, I had this argument with Cam last week for a long time about the the validity of Terry being there. Terry absolutely no, I deserves think it's, to be I think game. it's BS. I'm not like a, a big Smash Brothers guy, but I think it's BS compared to all the other things you could put in there. No. Yes, there are other there are other picks for some of the DLC in general that you're like there could probably be someone yeah, else like more iconic somewhere smash like like there's so many people that are probably like who like, like there was probably like half the fan base was like i don't know who this guy is yeah and there's plenty of people that see minecraft steve get added and they're like why but everyone it's knows the same who fucking but thing. everyone knows yeah, who they, well, they would say why matter. but they would know minecraft yeah, yeah like sure they know what minecraft is but it doesn't necessarily mean that that character deserves terry, to be there. terry bogard from king of fighters yeah. i no would say more people just scratching their heads like yeah right is he from the same game that rob is from yeah and rob is also <laughs> i i don't know how popular rob as a peripheral rob was. the robot yes i'm pretty sure rob <laughs> the robot was like a fucking commercial failure no yeah, yeah. so that's my point he, he terry is down there with rob except rob was a nintendo makes thing. sense yeah Yes. Exactly. I mean it it makes yeah, it makes sense in regards to it's a Nintendo thing that they own and they if they want to do something like that, they can. It doesn't necessarily mean that Rob is like something that should be there. I love that Rob is there. That's fucking wacky and it's amazing. Like, Rob, King, Rob King, King of is Fighters wacky isn't relevant me. though. Like King it, it, like it's not really relevant compared to like all you're gonna put King of Fighters over like Mortal Kombat over you know like like everything else that's out there like i, I just doesn't make sense to me because like, i am no one, so I happy up, that i, I am so games. like i grew up with these games and i never fucking played king of fighters i played everything i grew, else I grew up on king, king of fighters, fighters. yeah, yeah like, okay I never played it. for rising tackle what the fuck am i <laughs> um <laughs> i it, the other thing about terry is that he's not just like the poster boy for king of fighters and fatal fury he's like also kind of the poster boy for snk so it's like him getting added is is representation for King of Fighters, Fatal Fury, Metal Slug, and all these other games. Like he's 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 the face of SNK, which I think is is like pretty uh, a big. Uh, and again, yes, Mortal Kombat I, I, listen, and Tekken I, I, are bigger I hold games. Myself to be like a big gamer that knows a lot about gaming. When they said Terry on that, I'm like, who? And the fact that I'm like, I pretty much fucking play everything, and I'm like, when I'm saying who, I feel like that's a problem. 
to not be ahead of it to fucking smash. No, no the, the the problem most... is the problem is, is I feel bad for people like you and Cam who don't know who Terry is and didn't play King of Fighters because those games are amazing and they're way why better than fucking games? Tekken and Street Fighter. Why aren't there uh, new Tekken games? And... Why aren't they, why are they making new games? They do make new games. They're, they're just right so why now. Why isn't anyone playing them? Because they're only on PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I still feel like I don't even hear anyone ever talk about any that at all. Like. I mean, you're you're not in, invested in the fighting game community. I mean, the, the no, fighting game community not. is a small, it's growing, but it's a small community. And like King of Fighters is definitely lower on the list of those games. Again, Tekken and Mortal Kombat are much bigger fighting games. I think Virtual sure. Fighter is even bigger than fucking Terry. I would put Virtual Fighter above Terry Boga. Whatever the fuck is You it. are smoking crack. <laughs> you're, no, Virtual Fighter is not bigger than... than I, king of fighters definitely not in japan and virtual yeah, fighter is not big outside of japan at all of course so i don't why are we talking about this my because we want to talk about sephiroth for some reason like dude the the ship has sailed that shit happened last week it's old news now yeah i'm just asking you the reason i got to i wanted to get through the sephiroth stuff is i wanted to ask who do you think is gonna fill these last three spots um Let's see, Sephiroth is clearly a Sakurai pick, so the next pick will probably be a Nintendo pick. And then no way, that's Sakurai that's what they want you to think. And a Nintendo pick. So, um, the next one will be uh, something that's for brand synergy. Uh, the next one's going to be Lori Yagami from King of Fighters. And yeah. Um, I don't know who comes after that. Maybe I don't know, uh, Todd. You can <laughs> you can make fun of King of Fighters all you want. There won't be a Soul Calibur rep. Sorry. No, definitely not. But they were connected with Nintendo. I mean, I don't know what fucking. So is King know. of Fighters. You can pr- you can pretty much download every King of Fighters games on the Switch. I would do it, but then there'd be no one to play online with. So I probably am not going to do that. I don't think they have online capabilities because oh, they're yeah, the arcade so, ports. Yeah. So fuck that shit. Because you don't play fighting games. <laughs> I mean, I would play uh, Street Fighter if it was on Xbox, probably religiously. Yeah, because Street oh, Fighter is to Smash Brothers. They should add uh, Mario from Smash Brothers. Oh, that's a good, good call. <laughs> uh, you don't have any any picks you want to throw out there, Mike? That you think you're going to get added? N- nothing. No. If they add a Pokemon Sword and Shield person, like wh- oh. who, who, who do you think it would be? I don't know. I didn't play that game. I think it would you be Scorbunny. I, I, I think it would be Scorbunny, definitely. I think that's it, probably it'll, the most. I don't know if there's a, a big Pokemon outside of the starters. So I know who the starters are. If there's anyone outside of those Yeah, it's uh, going to be one of the starters. Pokemon, I don't know. I feel like it would be Scorbunny, whatever he evolves into. I don't... Uh, Cinderace. Yeah. I feel like that would probably Yeah, make I more I sense. think he makes the most sense too. Um Cam is dead set on there needs to be a grass Pokémon that you can play as because Kruki? that makes Kruki? Sense because Kruki? they already have Incineroar and they have uh Greninja, so Yeah. I don't know how much that matters. I think if they were going to add a Sword and Shield and they weren't going to add a Soul character, I think it would be cool if they just made like a new version of Pokemon Trainer that was the three starters. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would be happy with that. Um, I I think you're right. I think a Pokemon Sword and Shield 
addition makes sense, especially because next year is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. So I can Are see they still that supporting happening. that game though. Like, I don't know, like, what's even going yeah, on. Yeah, more game. DLC just came out. I'm assuming that yeah. there'll be more DLC next year, um, or something. I don't know. Or if they make a new Pokemon game, if they announce a new Pokemon game, you're definitely getting a fucking starter from the new Pokemon game. Um, but that's you think Fortnite is still happening, Mike? Um, I wouldn't entirely rule it out. I would say. Oh, you you had some doubts now. I feel like why would they go like they could go Halo before Fortnite, you know, like go reach over, to, you know, fucking go yeah. go big. Don't what? Fucking, I would. I would say in terms of out there, out there properties where, at this point, it's almost something like Fortnite or Overwatch or Halo. I can't even call them out there anymore because I feel as though so many people kind of feel like those are the things. There are two rules that Sakurai has. Mm -hmm. The character had to have originated in a video game. So like someone like Goku could never come to the game. And the character or game has had to have been on a Nintendo platform. So by those two definitions, one of them rules out Master Chief. Unless, and this is, this is something that I could see happening. I could see, especially when Halo Infinite comes out, I could see a world where Microsoft ports the Master Chief Collection to the Switch. I could see that happening because that doesn't really dig into Microsoft's pockets in a bad way. It opens up Nintendo gamers to the Master Chief Collection, and that would give them the ability to put Master Chief in the game. And I can honestly see that conversation happening behind closed doors where, you know, they've clearly already had at least two different conversations with Nintendo about Banjo and then about Minecraft. So like they've had the conversations and I wouldn't be shocked if in those conversations, Microsoft was like, okay, can we add, you know, because I'm surprised it didn't happen with either of the characters that there was other Microsoft stuff, whether it was like spirits or music or any other references to non banjo and non uh minecraft so i could see in that you know in that talk maybe something like you know what if, what if we put you know something from halo in here and and their whole thing is like oh well you need to give us a halo game on the switch if you want that to happen i i could see that being a conversation i still think waluigi is going to be in one of the last three i think uh, i I, I really do. With Gino, no with no Gino not anything. With Gino not getting in the game now, if they put fucking Waluigi in, I'm gonna be so no. So like, sad. He makes it, dude, I just bought fucking Liam. Fucking his birthday party was Mario. When I put the tablecloth down, it was all the Mario characters, including Waluigi. He's and in a sister. Yo, yeah, I know that's fucking bullshit. I mean, I honestly don't care that much, but I would like to see him be. be I think it would be hilarious if they ended with him. I think like. The internet would explode. It would just be like the biggest fucking thing ever. I mean, I'm not I, saying I, it's not possible. No, I know, but I, I, I mean, I doubt they're going to do it, but I think it would be hysterical it if would, that was their last pick. Fall into the same category, I would say, as Sephiroth in the sense that he would be added and it would be a surprise, largely because we thought it was not possible because he was, we discounted right. him for some reason. Well, in this case, he was an assist trophy. So here, here's the thing that I think makes it complicated. 
for that type of scenario. Like I, I could see them adding Waluigi at some point, and I don't know what they would do to his assist trophy. Maybe just take it out of the game. But with the fighter pass in particular, I feel like the goal is to sell the pass and not sell things a la carte. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you can, if you like, if you didn't want to buy all the characters, you could just go in and buy Sephiroth, et cetera. Um, so I feel like with the fighter pass, they try to build it in a way where, you know, maybe you're not excited about all the characters, but there's enough value in the pass for you to just buy the pass instead of buying everything separately. Um, Because if you look at the Fighter Pass 1, it had, you know, it started with Joker, then it got Hero, then it got Banjo, then it got Terry, then it got Byleth. I would look at this and try to be as non-biased as possible in my my deductions here, but I would say that Joker and Hero are very specific picks that appeal to I feel to like Hero's another audience. bad pick. I feel like it's a bad pick. I think Joker's a good pick. I think Hero's a bad pick, though. I, I mean, for the Western audience, that is. I mean... As far as, far as like, you know, like, I'm not talking about, like, that side. Uh, like, but, like, for the Western... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's never Quest been a big deal. Dragon Quest in Japan is it's one of enormous. the biggest franchises. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, it makes absolute sense that there's someone from Dragon Quest there there's like a the dragon quest edition is like very there's a lot of moving pieces because like nintendo published dragon quest 11s on the switch outside of japan so like they have a vested interest in that game doing well and that property being more visible um but i feel like joker and hero appeal to very similar audiences uh so like you know if you chances are if you care about jrpgs you probably potentially care enough about these two characters where all right maybe if i don't care too much about the other three there's some value in buying this because i do care about joker and hero um banjo is like another one where i feel like just oh, a lot i would of hate that, that I, I think he makes sense so i think he makes sense but i would just hate it um terry i think is you know appealing to the the fighting game community so like you know i think that appeals to a lot of people that you know maybe discount smash or don't play a lot of smash but they're in the fighting game community and they're like oh fuck like this is kind of dope that there's another fighting game person here i think byleth is the is the worst person on the list for the first fighter pass i agree and i think it's interesting that they ended it that way because they at that point were like we don't care if you buy the fucking fighter pass. Here's Mary Such a dud. Yeah, it was really um, <laughs> like I get it because it's Fireman Three Houses. Like I, I get that part of it, but I think it's a bad addition. Uh, I think they could have added a cooler Fire Emblem character. Um, but then if you look at where we're at so far for Fighter Pass Two, and granted, there's six people in this and not five, but we have Min Min, which I think is a really cool roster addition. But I would argue is a very, very niche. I was going to say, that's another one I don't think belongs. But I mean, I understand why it's there, but I don't like, think it needed to be there. Like, it's, as far as I'm concerned with these three characters, even though I will never play as Steve in a serious capacity, <laughs> right. Min, Min Min is the dud of these three so far. Like, Min Min is, like, I'm assuming they started with Min Min because when they ended with Byleth in the last pass, I think 
the the conversation around that was people were pissed. So at least if they start with Min Min here and potentially start with the quote unquote dud character, the rest of the pass is bangers. Is Maybe. my guess. Um, I mean, Steve, I think is definitely a polarizing addition, but I think. I think he makes sense. Though. Yeah, he makes sense. And it's again, it's like a, it's a, it's a money play. They're trying to get people who play Minecraft who don't play Smash to be like, I want to play this because Minecraft is in yeah, it. Yeah. If, if they had added, you know, um, Candy Crush or Farmville or Solitaire, <laughs> I would say that's a fucking weird pick. But at the same time, I understand those are very popular games. And if someone were to get represented in Smash, might as well be the, the, you know, Ace of Spades from, from solitaire from solitaire um i feel like sephiroth is is like a banger pick for like you know quote-unquote gamers yeah i think he makes sense for gamers uh, banger pick for gamers and just all in all he's just super cool yeah well, no he's he's yeah. super cool and it's great that there's a new villain added to the great game there's a new villain and yeah he's a sword character but he's dope mike i don't know if you listen to this but when we're done Go to the character select screen and just when you pick, pick Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Yeah, he, the he's so like, angry. Sephiroth. I was just I, God damn. I, I like made the point to click on every other you know villain character mm -hmm. in the game. Get a no, None of them are angry when he oh, says sir. Sephiroth. It is fucking Sephiroth. visceral. Yeah, he like turns into a fucking demon. Um, also, did you know that the Smash announcer is also the voice of Joker? Did you know that? Yes, I did not know that. Um. See, so yeah, I don't know. Looking at these last three, I feel like there probably won't be what we would consider another Min Min or another Byleth. Like, I feel like the last three of these are going to be, we want you to buy this, you know, $30 pass. Maybe. It, it could be, and I, I would be happy if that were the case. I can't rule out the idea that they're going to throw in a a Pokemon character or some other thing that I would consider to be also a dud, but I mean, Pokemon's I huge. I don't think it would be the, the reason I went through this whole explanation. I forgot until you just said that was Todd mentioning Waluigi, you guys mentioning Waluigi. And I feel like Waluigi would be a bad at the, at the point right now that the fighter pass is at with three slots left and the three characters that are already there. If Min Min wasn't on this, I could see Waluigi being here, but I feel like, Waluigi is not going to be in the fighter pass, but I can see them adding him after as an a la carte, like, you know, here's, here's fucking spend $5 if you want Waluigi. I don't really care. Um, type of thing. Or if they don't do a $5 third, if you don't want Waluigi. Yeah. If they don't do a third fighter pass, I can still see them adding characters when they make sense, mostly probably Nintendo characters um, to promote other games. But I can see them potentially doing, we're going to add the final character to the roster. It's going to be a fan poll. And whoever the fan poll get, they add, I think there's the potential that they will also add a second character that time. And it would probably be the, like, that would be the Waluigi thing for me. I can like it would I can like see them be, doing a oh, fan poll, but I can see them also saying if the person's already in the game via assist trophy or as a me fighter costume, they're not going to count. Yeah. That's fine. If I mean if if that if that is if those ground rules were given, then yeah, obviously Waluigi's 
dead. But I think that like if Waluigi were to get added, I think it would make sense for it to happen in that type of scenario, not necessarily this fighter pass. Um, but yeah, I, I Todd, you have suggest like who do you think is gonna be the last three or no? I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I never know. And everyone, I always think, I'm like, oh, maybe it's going to be this guy. Because I, I don't pay too close attention to this. But, yeah, I'm, like, never right, ever. So I honestly think strong possibility you will see Crash, even though I don't feel like Crash should be there. I, I, I feel like he's going to be there. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I, I just feel like that's going to be someone. Uh, other than that, I have no clue. I would like to see more. I would like to see the last three all Nintendo characters, personally. But, I mean, I doubt you'll see that. So you do want, you do want a Pokemon character. No, in minus, <laughs> prime, right, minus, minus. Do you want a new one. Fire Emblem character? No, no. So uh, who who else? Like, what other Nintendo characters could they even add? True. Um, I don't know. They could put the guy from Pikmin in there, right? Okay. Like, no, I don't I'm know joking. what that means. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No. Uh, like, no, I was, I was saying Captain Olimar. Oh. Like, I mean, there, the, like, the, there are characters they could add, obviously, but it would, it would be like. You know, digging deeper think, into though, the Nintendo like, well. I'm, I'm like, I'm asking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm saying the same shit, and I can't even think of anything. Uh, I mean, things to think about. Next year anniversaries for Pokemon, Zelda, and Metroid. So, like, yeah. it could be a character from any of those franchises. Um, but they just got a Metroid in there, so I doubt we'd see anything else from Metroid. Yeah, I mean, we get we get Samus, Dark Samus, Ridley. I I think that's I think that kind of wraps up yeah. Metroid, unless like. You know, Metroid Prime Four is built around a new villain or a new character, and they that want to add that character. Out. They're still hiring developers. That game is not coming out next year. Yeah, next year, I'll be shocked. I'll be no blown way. away if that game no comes way. out next year. They're the best thing um, they're going to do is give us the uh, collection next year. That's what they're going to do. Yes, I think that we will probably get the collection next year, or like a new side-scrolling Metroid game. Maybe. Yes. Get, well, yeah. Cool. Either or. Um, I think Fortnite is is a lock. I, I Fortnite became an absolute reality to me when they added Minecraft. I'll bet, like, you, I'll bet you that Fortnite will not be in the, the bar. I, I'll, I'll make that bet that they will not be there. We'll, re- oh. we'll revisit this. That, yeah. that Fortnite will not make these last three. Oh, I think pull, I think I think it's absolutely a lock. Yeah, someone pull a clip. <laughs> I, I think he's absolutely a lock because prior to Minecraft, I would say, I don't know, but like Minecraft is not someone that Sakurai wanted to do, and it was basically Nintendo telling him, you're putting this character in the game. That's 100 million percent going to happen with, with Fortnite. He probably doesn't want that character in the game. Nintendo's going to say, oh, no, they're going to get Nintendo skins in Fortnite. You're going to get Fortnite in Smash. Uh, and that's going to be the handshake. I could see Monster Hunter happening as the next fighter simply because there's sense, two yeah. two exclusive Switch Monster Hunter games coming out early next year. So I could see that happening. Uh, but I think that's where it's at. I think the last three... For my picks, the safe picks are Fortnite, Monster Hunter, and Pokemon. Those are the picks. Fortnite's not happening. I mean, I'm sure the other two probably will, but I don't even. Th- I, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Fortnite's happening though. I mean, are there any other like notable villains that could make sense to get added? From from Nintendo or from yeah. in general? I mean, King Hippo from Punch Out, maybe. <sighs> yeah, but that. I don't no, think that the thing is, is like, honestly, I, I feel I like that like doesn't Tyson, sell a fighter pass. Put, like, like, I think I saw someone else saying, like, putting like Mike Tyson in the M- game. Mr. Dream or whatever. Insane. Yes. But yeah, like, they're not going to add and, Mike Tyson to the game. But then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're launching a new punch out, you know, like right around the same time. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, I could see that happening. But um, I mean, they've just abandoned that franchise, apparently. I, 
I, I think that there's still a big big possibility that uh let Sora comes to the game. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be surprised by it. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened at all. Yeah, especially because like if Sora was never gonna come to Smash or was not a consideration, I feel like he would have been revealed as a as a Mii Fighter outfit during yeah. Sephiroth. And the fact that he was not means that he's at the bare at the bare minimum, he's still being considered as a character at some point. Yeah, which makes no sense because the game's not good. <laughs> what do you what do you think, Mike? Sora? I Sora's Sora's out. Sora's done. You think Sora's I done? I don't think I don't think Sora's done at all. I, I don't think, think he I think possibility. I think I think Sephiroth getting added and no me skin for Sora is like a soft confirmation that he's at least being considered still. I think he'll be the last pick, honestly. I mean, if they close the fighter pass out with Sora, or, people would go maybe, fucking nuts. Maybe he's actually so untouchable they can't even get him in as a. They they know that too, and he's huge in Japan too, nah. right? Like, like I, 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 I saw someone else say that, like, oh, you know, Disney makes it too hard, all this stuff, and it's like, look at Fortnite right now. All of these Disney properties are running around with guns in their hands. Disney doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, right. Devil May Cry. Yeah. Wait, Devil May. Oh, actually, that's what I was thinking. That's like... Oh, Dante? Yeah, Dante. But but I meant what I meant to say was uh, Bayonetta. When you're saying everyone's running around with guns in their hands. I'm like, yeah, they don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying in general, like, Disney is letting all, like, Star, like Star Wars run around with guns in Fortnite. They're letting right. fucking Marvel heroes run around with guns in Fortnite. Um, I mean, they legitimately have a fighting game with Marvel characters, which they own, uh, you know, I'm sure there are other things that we could that we could dig into. I don't, I don't, th- I, I think when it comes to Disney, like, yeah, they probably don't want to hand Mickey Mouse a gun, but like Sora oh. isn't isn't Mickey Mouse. I would rather see Donald Duck. Oh. I'd rather see Donald Duck get in before Sora, though. Like, like Donald Duck from King. Yeah, Duck. see, I don't, I don't see. Like that's the thing with Sora. Like if Sora comes in, I I don't see like Mickey Donald Goofy type things getting added. No, to the no game. way. But I would love that. I, I would love that they did that instead. That would be amazing. Like no, just there's no fucking have... way. There's no way. <laughs> uh, does this mean if Sora comes in, since Shulk has a shirtless outfit, Sephiroth is shirtless? Does that mean Sora gets a fucking shirtless outfit? Yeah, has Sora get shirtless in this game? Sephiroth doesn't. <laughs> I think he does. I think that's what I. I think that's oh, like he does? his. I I believe, even uh, Sakurai says it. He's like, yeah, these last two skins are from him during his boss battle towards the end or something along those lines. Interesting. Yeah, they just wanted another villain and another shirtless shirtless guy in there. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyways, all right. Well, if that's all I don't we have know, to say about, I don't know Smash. if Sam has ever goes around in a bikini. That that is yeah. The zero suit outfit I think is some liberties, and I does Shulk have a fucking bathing suit outfit? I didn't play that game. I would say probably he seems like that kind of guy. Maybe it's funny that you know Shulk has the power of the Monado and can see it coming, but when it comes to Joker Mike, you never see it coming. Do you think that you think that Shulk could see Joker coming? That's a, a stupid question. That I'm I know. Gonna... <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, everyone listening. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, 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 okay. Mr. Mai Tai, no, what, what do you got for me? It's only because it was brought up to me on Twitter and 
they said, hey, you better bring this up. And I was like, yeah, I suppose I could. Um, so Netflix is doing a live action Yu Yu Hakusho show. Oh, shit. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everyone's favorite segment, Mike's Animated Mike. <laughs> it, it is like one person's favorite segment, which is the only reason why I'm bringing it up. You love um, to see it. So they're doing that. And I think it's a very odd choice. I I think they could. I, I don't want to say they could make it work. I feel as though they would have to make some lib- They have to take some some strong liberties to make it a sustainable show only because I believe a lot of that show ends up being tournament arcs, which are cool to watch as an anime. I don't know how that would translate to a live action show. Uh, it's a shame because I really like Yu Yu Hakusho. I just don't think that could really work as a live. Is that the one with like the gun hand? Yeah. Spirit gun. Spirit mm-hmm. gun. Spirit Gun. I'm fucking big anime guy, Mr. Anime over here. Yo, what's it, what's that new movie coming out? Lupin the Third or whatever? That movie looks amazing. The Lupin the Third. That does it look really good. It looks really, really good. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks amazing. I'm like really excited for that movie. Is it coming out like streaming? Or I no? hope so. I feel like it must. I, I don't remember. I I saw those trailers and I forget. Mike, did you see that there is now an anime app on the Switch? There it's Funimation, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, they added Funimation. You download that? You get in some anime viewing on the go? On the go? I I don't need to because I think I have it on my phone and I there's the Funimation app on my TV. And I don't even use it that much, even though I'm paying for it. I don't use it very often or ever. Mike's just uh, an anime anime guy. He's just got anime coming out of every orifice. Well, it was it was a case of Xbox. A game pass said hey you get a week or a month of this for free and then i just forgot to cancel it and i so thought I oh you. maybe i'll maybe i'll use it for something else and then i didn't and then funimation and bought Crunchyroll, and i thought oh how does this affect me in the grand scheme of things i i just held on to things whatever at some point i'll have to cull my subscriptions and figure out what i actually need to hold on to interesting so your your excitement level for this live action is is medium or it's medium i would i would really like to see how they handle cowboy bebop and one piece first before okay before are they done filming cowboy bebop because i know they like i think they they were still filming it i don't know if they still are but i could have sworn they were still because john the 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 main guy broke his broke something right yeah he he broke his his ankle or he fractured his ankle something that that stopped filming for a while and then you know there's the world as it currently is so i don't know where they're at with that now interesting yeah that's all i had all right you can all close right. it out <laughs> well everyone thank you so much for listening to this week's episode episode 235 of the Past Controller Podcast. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave reviews for podcasts, and share us on social media, let a friend know. If you have a few bucks kicking around you want to help support the show, you can do that in a couple of different ways. You can go to patreon.com slash controller and become a patron. You can go to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some 6-6 swag. You can subscribe to the Twitch stream. Uh, and yeah, it's 
that's pretty much that's pretty much all I got. You can find all of our content at PassTheController.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController. You can find me at BGroom. You can find Mike at underscore Mycopath. You can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. And thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 235 of the Path Controller podcast. If you have to go outside, please, 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 please wear a mask. <laughs>